It's time for another episode of the Franchise Business Radio Show, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta, sponsored by Franchise Intellect, knowledge of the franchise community for franchise selection. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Franchise.City, a better way to buy a franchise. More info at Franchise.City. And FranServe, the world's largest franchise consulting and expansion organization. More info at FranServe.com. Now, here's your host, certified franchise consultant, Pamela Curry. Hello, this is Pamela Curry, franchise consultant and host of the Franchise Business Radio Show. The Franchise Business Radio Show was founded on the mission to have a platform to bring business professionals together to connect, educate, and collaborate to serve the franchise community and those considering franchise ownership. Today, we have the managing partner of all cap funding, funding a very important aspect if you are considering franchise ownership. Ron Davison of All Cap Funding, um, I specifically asked to come on the show because having financial reserve and capital is essential to being a business owner. I have had other funding experts on the show to discuss what many would classify as a classic funding approach, such as SBA loans, conventional loans, ROBS, which stands for Rollover for Business Startups, and uh, is the use of retirement funds with no tax penalties. Many funding experts on the show as previously, but today Ron is going to share about obtaining working capital for startups and existing businesses. We're going to look at some alternative funding options. Welcome to the show, Ron. Thank you. Really appreciate you having me on here today. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it, too. And I know our listeners um, are interested in learning a little bit more about your company, All Cap Funding. Uh, I'd like to give them a little bit of background on you. You are the managing partner of All Cap Funding and an experienced entrepreneur with a demonstrated history of working in the financial service industry. Um, I know you have over 13 years in franchise funding uh, and have built a team that uses data science to help give consumers that competitive edge to find the capital they need to start their dreams of actually owning that business. Uh, I think a good starting point would be, could you share a little bit, when we say unsecured funds, what what exactly does that mean, Ron? Sure. We're talking about funds that are not tied to assets, right? People don't have to risk putting their homes up or leverage that or leverage different assets that they have. Um, it's it's less risky, right, for an individual to borrow funds that are unsecured and leverage those funds to get into business. So that's what we're talking about. Unsecured installment loans, unsecured lines of credit. Um, that's typically what the unsecured side of that means. A little bit less risk involved for the client, a little more risk for the lender, but um, it's a good way to leverage and not have to risk your home to get into business, right? Makes sense. So what uh, what kind of, I guess, trends are you seeing for unsecured funding? The uh, main Types of unsecured funding, right? The term loans and the unsecured lines of credit. We've been watching them over this, you know, pandemic era we're living in. And installment loans, the term loans have been, you know, they're verifiable income. So we've seen them even grow and get more stable, uh, which was interesting. You know, investors in there sticking with it and helping people get into business um, has been interesting to see that side. Um, the unsecured lines of credit. 
Um, we've seen go the other direction, right? Um, because you can use stated income in that program, the lenders have gotten really kind of shaken up. We've almost uh, pulled that program back probably 90% and we're still leveraging it to help people get a little bit of extra capital. But um, but it's been interesting to see that, right? The trends have leaned more towards the verifiable income, debt to income ratio based, um, but lenders and, and uh, investors have stuck in there. Um, quite a few, a few have fallen off, but a lot have even grown their portfolios and um, really taken advantage of helping a lot of people change their lives and get into business. Kind of need to see that. Absolutely. Uh, could you explain, you're talking about the different lenders and uh, could you just share about your services? What is your role in helping someone get these unsecured funds? Sure. We're a, we're a research and development firm. You know, we give people a competitive advantage against lenders to acquire a significant amount of capital. Um, and the way that we're doing that is by using data science to look at affordability, reverse engineering that, you know, understanding which banks they can go to, which do they need to avoid. And then we put together a financial strategy to acquire funds, usually from two to three lenders, um, sometimes more, sometimes less, but we're leveraging that data to get two to three lenders to commit to giving funds and then issuing those funds into the checking account and then clients leverage those to get into the business. And that's mainly our installment loan program. Um, funding on average, you know, 100 to 300,000 per person has kind of been our, our average. Um, we go down mm -hmm. as low as 200,000 or as much as 350,000 per person um, with that program. And then the other program, the unsecured line of credit, um, we're, we, these are business credit cards more than anything that people leverage in their business to build business credit, have additional working capital. They're interest-free, most of them, for a year or so. But we're doing that after funding is done to help people get a little bit of extra interest-free capital and start building their business credit. But uh, people like those. They're interest-free, you know, most of them for a year. Sometimes you can turn them into cash in the business checking account and still use them that way. But um, that's... Mainly what we're doing is the installment loans that uh, are verifiable income and debt-to-income ratio based. And lenders are brick-and-mortar banks from all across the nation, you know, or online lender groups, investment groups, peer-to-peer -peer lending, um, military banks, federal credit unions, major national banks. I mean, it's pretty much every bank in the nation you can think of we're doing market research on and looking at the data science on how the bank is reacting, what they will and won't do at this time. Um, so it's pretty interesting to look at that data and see, you know, what banks are funding, what are not, how are they funding, what are the trends, and then we put together a strategy tailored to a client to acquire funding. Usually just takes us a couple of weeks to get everything done and get the funds in their account for them. That makes so much sense to me. So, you know, when you think about the lenders, the trends, because ultimately you're identifying which lender has an appetite for this particular customer of yours. Um, is, that, exactly. is that a fair way to say it? Okay. Yeah. What, uh, uh, what, I'm just kind of curious, what makes you stand apart from other funding sources out there? I think the data science we're using, you know, in the early stages of the pandemic and everything, lenders were trying to scramble to figure out who's funding, who's not, what's going on, how can we make this work for our clients? And we took a step back and said, okay, our numbers are not 
solid like they used to. People used to come to us and say, I'm buying a franchise and need 150000 And then we get them pre-approved and our numbers stood up. And now it was shaky, right? 50, 60% mm-hmm. sometimes clients were hitting their goals or not. And we had to take a step back as a business and go, okay, how do we rectify this? We brought on a data science team using AI technology, 25 years experience in underwriting in the industry, um, put our staff through underwriting programs as well to you know grow their mindset. But it really helped us dial it in to where we have 90 to 95% accuracy on our numbers now. Um, that has really, really set us apart, I think, from other people in the industry. And it was uh, not a fluke, but I mean, my wife's friend, you know, at work, husband, mined data for what I needed. And that's really something that other people don't necessarily have access to, right? So it really helped mm-hmm. us be competitive, stand apart to get funding. Um, our numbers have increased. Our timelines have shortened for funding. The client experience has largely changed to be a lot more positive. Um, so I think that has really helped stand us apart from other lenders in the industry. Wow, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and like who, I mean, who is your ideal client? Most of the clients we're working with have, you know, 700 or better credit. Um, some are below that, but I think an ideal client that we see come through is 700 or better credit. Debt to income ratio really comes into play. So looking at, you know, verifiable income and the debt to income ratio is under 40%, but then it's largely based on looking at the credit and looking at their debt to income ratio, right? There's not a lot of what is the business you're buying? What is the purpose of it? Not having to put together a business plan. We're looking at the client's credit and their debt to income ratio largely 90% or 95% is how the banks are responding. So we can reverse Mm -hmm. engineer that and take that information, do the data science and look at that and get somebody funded. But it is really down to the credit and the debt to income ratio. That makes sense. And I, I have to say, one of the surprises to me was the the amount. Like you said, you, you actually can put together a, a financial strategy, possibly up to 300000 if needed. Yeah, it's been interesting to see that. We had three clients mm-hmm. that uh, were, I don't know if an anomaly, but each of them qualified for a significant amount. We got them 850000 between three different people. And before the data science, I mean, that was not really possible. We weren't seeing those kind of numbers at all. You know, now with the mm-hmm. data science has just dialed that in and watching the lenders kind of open up little by little as the, the country opens up little by little, right? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So if someone wanted to learn more about your services, because I, I do think that these unsecured funds, um, yeah, you know, the the line of credit. I, I think that this is, people automatically just think of plastic credit cards, but there's a lot more that goes into it. And, um, you know, so I think that we're hopefully giving some people in, some insight on how they can get that financial reserve, gain that capital, whether they're starting a business or they are already have an existing business, correct? It's not necessarily for your startup, but even for those that have it. That's what I would yeah, we reverse engineered the self-employed people as mm-hmm. well. So if they have an existing business and need working capital, it doesn't just have to be the startup. Yeah, Makes sense. Uh, and if someone wanted to kind of learn a little bit more about your services, you know, how would they go about doing that? 
Uh, sure, they can visit our website. It's allcapfunding.com, A-L-L-C-A-P, right? And then the, or if you want to shoot me an email, you can email me at info at allcapfunding.com or give me a call. My number is 925-777-4018. Be happy to schedule time during work hours or after outside of work hours if needed and brainstorm with you. That makes sense. Absolutely. Well, I, I have to personally say I really appreciate your services um, because I, I know that I have used them and it's been very beneficial to uh, some of my clients who obviously are looking for franchise ownership. We just recently uh, were able to help someone out. So uh, I can yes. attest to that and appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm enjoying with you. Absolutely. Uh, anything else that you would like to share that may be of value to our listeners? Um, you know, a lot of people don't understand what they want to do. You know, working with somebody like you as a franchise consultant and helping them find that dream, you know, people put it off or think that they can't qualify or they don't have enough, you know, cash on hand. And you don't need cash on hand or liquidity for what we do. So people are oftentimes surprised at what they can qualify for. And our initial approach doesn't have any inquiries. We're not submitting anything to any banks. There's no fees. People can look at their options with 90 to 95% certainty what they can qualify for and really open up their mind to dream. And it's really mm. impressive to see that without any commitment, any, you know, anything that they really need to be worried about, um, putting an inquiry on the credit or any of that, right? You can t take a look, see what you qualify for, work with a professional like yourself to you know, to explore what dreams might look like. And it's interesting to see people's minds really open up to the possibilities. I think that's the big thing with a lot of people to get out of their own way and just start dreaming a little bit. Open up your mind, look at what your options are and have fun with it. Well said. Yeah, and I guess that's what makes what we do very rewarding. <laughs> yes, it does. It's so fun when you get to the end, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you sharing, and, and thank you so much for being a guest on the Franchise Business Radio Show. Uh, I, I do want to remind our listeners. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and I do want to remind our listeners, um, if you are interested in pursuing a franchise, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Uh, you know, as a certified franchise consultant, I specialize in helping aspiring entrepreneurs and investors who are trying to identify which franchise really aligns for them. And uh, then above and beyond that, um, you know, not only will we be able to guide you and help you on the funding side, uh, finding the right funding strategy, but we want to make sure we're aligning you with the right business, something that uh, works for you and make sure that you are being effective in doing your due diligence because we, we want to make sure you're making an educated and informed decision and avoiding any costly mistakes. So we're here as resources for you on that level. Uh, obviously, having over 25 years of being in the franchise community, I'm confident that we can find a franchise that aligns for you. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll take a look at your financial profile and make sure we're putting you in a strong position to be able to have uh, the funding you need to put you in a strong position for success. Um, with that being said, I want to say thanks again to our guest, Ron Davison uh, of All Cap Funding. Uh, very much appreciate your services uh, and you being a guest on the show. Thank you. And I, 
You're welcome. And, and I also want to say thank you to our listeners for tuning in to the Franchise Business Radio Show. Stay safe and healthy. Thank you again for joining Pamela Curry and her guests for the Franchise Business Radio Show, sponsored by Franchise Intellect, knowledge of the franchise community for franchise selection. More info at FranchiseIntellect.com. Also made possible in part by Franchise.City, a better way to buy a franchise. More info at Franchise.City. And FranServe, the world's largest franchise consulting and expansion organization. More info at FranServe.com. Use the social media links here to share today's show and check out more episodes at FranchiseBusinessRadio.com. Dot com.